Welcome to Belmont Banter, the official podcast of Whitstable Town FC. Every week we chat to ex-players, supporters and invited guests here on Belmont Banter. Welcome to the official podcast of Whitstable Town FC. Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. Well, good evening again, everyone, and welcome to Belmont Banter. And this evening we've got on Rob Thomas. Now, Rob was part of that uh, great uh, title-winning season under Mark Seaver as manager when we got our first promotion to the Ryman. So, good evening, Rob. Welcome. Good evening, Tony. How are you doing, buddy? How are you doing? I'm all right. You okay? Yeah, really good, really good. Well, you've got the gist of how this works. You've listened to a few of the other guys. Yeah. So, I really want to start earliest memories and then we'll just move forward earliest memories of football was uh obviously i'm a, a millwall fan was brought up to be a millwall fan supported millwall from a very early age watching millwall got an older brother who played football and i suppose that's how i started getting into it you sort of you look up to your your older brothers and sisters things like that my older brother played football so i wanted to sort of follow in the same sort of footsteps really yeah and what, where did you sort of start playing? Was it the back garden, the park, or what did you do? Yeah, park. I mean, cool. back then, I mean, sort of, I remember being six, seven years old and we was allowed out. We was actually allowed out to play me with too. our mates, you know? Too, and yeah. I, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I remember playing, like, at that age, I was playing out outside the back of my house with sort of 10, 11, 12-year-olds. And, and that's how we all used to play football, over the park. Uh, what we used to call the garages, where I used to live, we used to have loads of garages and we used to play against the garages. And and that was where it was really, just just playing locally with all the kids, you know, street football it was. Now, I only I only know you from Whitstable. Where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Whitstable. Oh, I, right. I was born in Sidcup. Yeah, I was actually born in Sidcup and I spent the first two years of my life in New Eltham. That's that. That's where we lived, and then we moved from New Eltham down to the coast, uh, uh, like more sea salter. I lived. Yeah, and uh, so and that's where I grew up. Did you play for a school team at all? Yeah, when I was seven, I played for the uh, Joy Lane. That's where I went to school, Joy Lane Infants and Junior School. Uh, so that was the very first sort of side that I ever played for, and I played for them all through. Um, my sort of junior school and then it must have been oh, it must have been sort of eight nine and I started training with Whitstable um and they wanted me to sign on and I was quite shy back then oh I still am there I suppose but uh, no not really no and uh we uh yeah they wanted me to sign on and uh I didn't want to play the games for some reason I didn't like the thought of everyone watching me so I used to go training and then um, one of uh, my best mates, Tom, he actually played for Sturry Blues and his dad was the manager. And um, I, obviously I knew his dad really well. And he said to me, like, I'll oh, come over to Sturry Blues. So that was the very first team that I ever signed for. It must have been, I reckon, under nines, maybe under tens. And that was, that was the first team that I ever played for was Sturry Blues. Uh, I had sort of a year or two there. We didn't have a very good side. We used to finish bottom of the league. I think the the year or two that I was there, I think it was two years I was there, we sort of finished bottom of the league both years. By this time, I was sort of uh, quite friendly with Sam Denley, 
and he obviously played for Whitstable and he was the one that said to me like oh come over come over and join us so yeah and then that was must have been sort of under 10s maybe under 11s I went and joined Whitstable and that's where it started for me at Whitstable and uh we had uh, Paul Gardner was our yes. manager. Yeah, Paul, I know Paul. Yeah, yeah, Paul and his his son Phil used to play in playing goal for us, and we had a real good side there. And first season I went there, we won the league. To be fair, I think I think the season before I went there, they'd just lost the league to Ramsgate, and then I went in and signed for them. Yeah, and we I signed for them, and Nathan Eastwood signed for them. Yeah, and we went and won the league that year. I think that was under 11s. So we had Andy Martin, obviously Darren Budge, Josh Main was there, obviously Sam Denley. Yeah, we had a real good side down there, to be fair. And that's and that's where it went. And I I think I I I spent two years there. I think I'd done sort of un, it was either under elevens or twelves, and then and then I'd done like the thirteens as well. And then um I got a bit fed up with it and I'll give it up. I was I was quite into my athletics as well back then. And I actually gave up the football to carry on doing my athletics. Mm-hmm. Carried on with the athletics for a little while. And then I just, I give it all up because I, I was just getting fed up with having my weekends taken up with sport. Seeing some of my other mates that I used to knock about with. Uh, and I wanted to knock about down the park with them and do all the things that they was doing. So I'll give it up. Um, but what actually made, probably made me get back into it was I used to, watch, I used to go and watch Millwall a lot. Um, and I had a couple of sort of families that lived near me in Whitstable that also supported Millwall. And when they used to go, they always used to take me and my brother. My mum always said to me, when you when you get to 14, she said, you can go on your own. Because I always used to go about, I want to go on my own. So she used to say, when you get to 14, you can go on your own with your mates. So my 14th birthday, that was it. I went and got a season ticket at Millwall. Literally from going and watching them, it, the hunger came back. And yeah. I just I just wanted to get back playing again. And I actually, I didn't actually get back playing. I went back to Whitstable uh, under 16s level. And that would have been, uh, that was Peter Budge and Andy Rains. Yes. It is Andy Rains, isn't it? It is Andy yeah. Rains, yes. Yeah. It, it, good old Andy. manager. And I think Pete was the assistant. And uh, yeah, I see Pete and I said, oh, I want to I want to get back playing. He said, yeah, get your boots back out, get training. And that was it. So, I was at Whitstable. <laughs> Yeah, so you were there. So under sixteens, that was a good side, wasn't it? Oh, we had a we had a real good side. Yes, yeah. same thing. I think a lot of the boys they all sort of we we all come up together. I, I know I left for a couple of years, but we still had sort of like uh, a, a few signings that they'd made. Uh, a few sort of di- uh, district players had come in, uh, but we still had sort of like the core of like Josh, Sam, Andy Martin, uh, Darren Budge. Like I say, with a few extra players, we had a real good side. We we had a good go at under 16s, um, and then you, you obviously you don't have an under 17s. You do the two years at under 18 level, didn't you? Yeah. Um, and we done all right. I think we finished about fifth um, under 18s the first year of under 18s, and then the second year, I remember us being top with about three games to go, and we blew it, and we ended up coming second. I think we lost it to Dover. I think we lost we lost down at Dover, two one, and I I think it was two one. I remember that game because I actually scored I actually scored a goal and it was I volleyed it from outside the box and it was actually goal of the season. I won goal of the season that year, the only time I've ever won goal of the season because <laughs> I don't it never scored very often and uh, 
Yeah, they beat us 2-1 and then I think we, and then we went down to Folkestone and we lost down there as well and, and we ended up blow, blowing the league and uh, yeah, Dover just pipped us, I think. Where did you play at that age? Was was it central defence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywhere along the back line, really. Um, either centre-half or right-back. But that, that's, that particular season, that second under-18 season, uh, Pete Budge actually started playing me sort of like as a holding midfielder in some of the games. I was actually doing quite well there. And actually what happened, because towards the end of the under-18 season, I started getting in the reserves. And uh, Terry Emmanuel... Yes. Was the reserves manager then? Yes. And he, he he actually, he must, I don't know if he must have seen me play there, but he started playing me there for the reserves as well. And I, rem, I remember, I think the first time I actually played there for the reserves was the reserves and the first team both didn't have a game this one Saturday. And we all got a phone call to say, come down to the Belmont, we're going to do a first team versus reserves game at the Belmont. And I've got down now, and Terry Emmanuel said to me straight away, he said, you're playing centre midfield today. And I thought, oh, blimey, look, you know, I was up against, like, Neville Gordon, uh, Razor was there then. Yes. Uh, you know, all the first thing, but I didn't know, I knew who they was, didn't know none of them. Uh, the only change we'd done, we swapped goalkeepers. So we had Lee Hook winning goal for us, yeah. and Seth Kay winning goal for the first team. And I had an absolute blinder. Yeah, just you know, one of them games where everything falls for you. I was winning everything, and we drew one all, and I scored the equaliser wow. for us to draw one all. And then, literally, about I think it was about a couple of weeks later, there was a reserve game on um, on a Tuesday night, and we was told right, all the reserves got to go training. I mean, I was training with the under 18s anyway, so I didn't actually train with the reserves. So just go training as normal. The first team are going to take this game down at uh, Folkestone folks in a way and um, then I got a phone call off Pete Budge saying oh the first team manager which would have been I think it was uh, Braggy had just taken over and Tomsey was his assistant he said oh he, he wants you to go with the first team you're not going to play you're just going to be on the bench but he just wants you to be part of it yeah I ended up going on just before at, at central midfield ended up going on just before half time someone got injured uh, yeah that, so that was my first sort of little taste of first team football I suppose. Where did the game end up can you remember? I, I think I think we drew it was either one or two all from what I can remember because I think I think Folkestone was the same I think they had a few first team players out there as yeah, well yeah. but um, yeah I, I always remember that game because uh, obviously being the new boy I got a little bit stitched up in the dressing room and that after the I game. I bet you did. <laughs> I could, yeah. Obviously, you can tell me. You can. Yeah. So before the game and that, obviously. Anyway, like the game's finished, we're all in the dressing room and that after the game, and all the boys, they, they, they've obviously, they obviously know, don't they? They're all in the showers, and one, one of the boys has sort of gone, "Come on, get your pants off," and obviously, I'm a bit embarrassed. I didn't really know any of them. I think the only one I really knew to talk to would have been Andy Keir. All the others I'd never really spoke to or met or anything like that. So a few of them were going, yeah, come on, get your pants off, get in the showers and that. So yeah, all right, I'll be in there in a minute. You know, I think, you know, I'll wait till everyone else is in there and then I'll sneak in around the back sort of thing. Then I'm, I'm sort of ready to sort of strip off. I'm down to my pants and I've turned round. I've lost it. <laughs> Honestly, I've lost no, it was so embarrassing. Right? So anyway, I've, I've got my pants off and it... Uh, Folkestone, the shower room used to be in a completely separate room. 
So they've all grabbed their towels and they've all buggered off out the showers and they've all come running past me and I'm sort of standing there thinking, what do I do? You know, do I run out with them? Because but I, they knew I hadn't had a shower yet. So I... It was, well, look, I look, look, you I got, I got bastards, you. they stitched me right up. They really I did. I've got to stop you there. Now, that is X-rated. <laughs> I can't put that out, but that is a fa fantastic story. That you can't brilliant. put that on now. No, I can't. I can't. I'm doing it on behalf of the football club. I'll get, I'll get counters. <laughs> that, I'll tell you what, I'll, 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 keep, I'll keep the video of it privately and you can have that bit. Oh, God. <laughs> honestly, honestly, it's like, oh, welcome to the first team sort okay. of thing, you know what I mean? Right. Let's gloss over that little bit. So your, yeah, first, your, your, your first experience of the first team down at Folkestone was a bit of a baptism yeah, of was, fire. That, Is that the best that way was, to yeah, describe it? Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. So, but I thought it was worth telling you. Yeah, I thought it was it was quite funny. I, I tell I tell a few people that story, and they like you. They just burst out laughing. Yeah, so. I'm not surprised. Yeah, really good one. Well, we've had all the boys on. We've got I've got Neville Gordon coming on. Um, I've already done Neville. Yeah. We've had Steve on. Yeah. Um, I've got uh, who else have I got? Um, Mo Caddy. Um, Mo's oh, yeah, lined Mo, up. Well. Yeah. yeah, Mo's lined up. Yeah. Stuart Vahid. Uh, Steve Hearn. Right, yeah, he's, Steve he Hearn. was there after. Yeah, yeah, he was there Steve Hearn, you might know from before. You probably you'll know Steve if you saw him, but he'd probably yeah, about four or five years before you, I should think. So, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so you get yourself a footing in the with with the reserves, and then called up to the yeah. first team virtually. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then basically we got to the end of that season, and um, it was it would have been Braggy's first full season yes. and he, he was brilliant braggy to be fair he was a, a real good um man manager so good you know, like, yeah i remember him telling all the youngsters and that he wanted to bring the youngsters through and uh yeah he, he just he wanted all us lads to be in the first team and things like that. and it just gave you like a massive confidence boost you know he, he was good at doing that and um yeah we, we started off pre-season and, and he got us really fit to be honest it was probably the fittest i've ever been and I think it was that season that he got this coaching. I can't remember the guy's name, but he was he was an English guy, and but he'd done this Brazilian z uh, samba training. I don't know if you remember him. No, no, no. no he, I, I, I'm sure it was that season, and he, he was he used to coach people the way supposedly the the Brazilians train. Yeah, and he used to get like dancing with the ball. So he, he used to have like a beatbox on the go and, and everything we did. So any running we did, everything was with the football. And it was, he used to have us dancing around the ball and dancing over the top of it. It was really weird, but it was really enjoyable. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's probably the fittest I've ever been. And then when he weren't there, Braggy just used to run us into the ground at Church Street. I couldn't tell you how many times I run around that poxy field. But I suppose I was only about 17. Well, I would have been about 18 then, so I was I could do it back then. But, yeah. No, but he, he, he was good, though, Braggy. And then, um, yeah, started off the season in the first team, which I was, I was a bit surprised about myself. But, yeah, yeah, he had a bit of belief in in us youngsters and that. So, yeah, started off, was doing, doing OK. And then, obviously, for personal reasons, Braggy left, didn't he? Yep. And uh, Tomsey took over. From there on, it sort of sort of went downhill a little bit for me then. I remember spending the rest of the season in and out the first team then. 
I remember us having a game away at uh, Cray Wanderers. Yeah. Would have been the, the season that Cray won the league. And I think we'd had a few players leave. I think um, like Sodji had gone. I remember Lee Hook had just left and Seth Kay had just gone in goal. And I remember we got absolutely hammered up there, something like 7-1 or 7-2. And I think me and Seth took a little bit of stick for it, being the two youngsters in the side. Yes. And um, yeah, for, from then on, it sort of, I, it, I was just in and out the first team for the rest of that season. And, and I, and I, I stopped enjoying it a little bit because I was just getting pulled about pillar to post sort of thing. It was like, yeah, next week go with the reserves. Oh, next week I need you to come back with me, but you're just going to be sat on the bench. And uh, yeah, I was getting a little bit annoyed, to be honest. And and I remember one game, uh, we was actually, it was a reserve game. I'd been told I was going to be with the reserves and we was playing Herm Bay at the Belmont. And I was really looking forward to it because... A few of my mates like Sam, Nathan, Lloydie, uh, Jack Dillard, they was all playing for Herman Bay's yeah. reserves. And so I was really looking forward to the game. Then got up on a Saturday morning, about half nine, my phone's gone off. And the first team are playing away again at Cray Wanderers in the Cup. And it was Tomsey. And I thought, oh, what's he want? So I've, I've answered it. And he said, oh, I'm really sorry. Like, I've, I've mucked up. He said, I need you to come with the first team. I said, like, why? He said, you won't be playing. He said, you're just going to be on the bench. He said, I've got no defenders on the bench. And I remember just saying to him, I don't want to come. I don't want to play. And he just he just said, you've got to. He said, you know, I need you there sort of thing. So that gave me the ump a little bit. And that's just how, that's how that season sort of went for the rest of that season. A little bit up and down, yeah. And um, then, yeah, ended up getting through that season. And then the next season... I actually didn't play for the first team at all. It was I spent I spent the whole season with the reserves. It was probably the best thing because I got my confidence back. Yes. I was playing every week. We had um, Simon Kay was the manager. Simon Kay was brilliant. I love Simon. He was he was a great great manager, great man manager. Uh, all the boys loved him. You know he was like he was like one of the lads. You know what I mean? Yeah. And. Um, he, he, he was another one who used to like fill you with confidence and that. Because what he used to do, he used to like, he'd name his starting 11. And then when you was warming up before the game, he'd, he'd come round and he'd pull you all to one side, one at a time. And he'd just tell you what he wanted you to do sort of thing. And he'd always say the same thing to me. He'd, he'd pull me to one side, he'd say, oh, come over a minute. So I'll go over and have a chat with him and he'd say, you know what I expect from you? He said, he'd always say, you know, you shouldn't be in this team. I've told the first team manager, you should be in the first team. He said, but, you know, he said, it's good for me because I'll get you to have you in my team. He said, but you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be playing for the reserve. You should be playing for the first team. You're too good to be in the reserve. So straight away, that was like a massive confidence boost before going into every game. But he used to say that to me before every game. It was the same speech. He just used to say, you know what I expect from you. I know you're going to do it go out there and do it, but you shouldn't be here. You should be with the first team. So, yeah, I, I had a good, real good season with um, the reserves that, that season. It was good, and I enjoyed playing under Simon. Like I, said, I got a lot of time for Simon. Yeah, me too. So it, was, me it, was, too. It, was, it was good. Yeah, he's a good bloke. Good bloke, yeah. So, and then... Um... Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. Yeah, we ended up getting to the cup final that season as well, up at Welling. 
we had like I say, uh, we lost on penalties. That was to that was to Cray as well. Seem to have got his finger back, Cray Wanderers. Yeah, that was Cray's <laughs> reserves. They beat us on penalties. We had uh, we had a good side actually. Uh, Knighty scored two lovely goals that that night. He was a good little player, Knighty. Yeah, Aaron, and, Aaron um, was a good player, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was a terrific player. To be fair to him, he he, he had he scored two <clears> cracking goals that night. And uh, yeah, it was gutted not to win that, but uh, yeah, got got through that season, and then another pre-season started off the season. Literally, first first few games, it was I started off with the reserves, and you just had uh, Gary Sayer had just come up from the 18s and gone straight into the first team, and I think you'd had um, Ryan Davis was in the first team. Then yes. I don't know if you remember Ryan. Oh, I know Ryan. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He come down, and I think. I think Gary started playing right back and he got injured straight away. Then uh, Ryan Davis went in at right back and he got injured. So then I got the call up back back to the first team. And then that was it. And I, I, I got back in and I kept my place. I think the first game was against Maidstone away. We drew one all and I had a real good game. And that was it. And I, I kept that right back place for the rest of the season then. That was still under Tomsey, yeah, yeah. That was still under Tomsey, like I say, and um, like I say that obviously the the cut of seasons before I, I sort of not hadn't got on with him, but I didn't get on in the first team really. But um, from that season, yeah, I I did, and he he um, he used to say like, you know, you're going to be my number one right back and that because I remember having uh, getting injured in the game. I can't remember who it was against. So I got injured in the game anyway. Played played the game and our next game was away at Sporting Bengal and I remember going up there and uh, I said to Tomsey, like, I, I had like a calf strain or something, I said oh, Tomsey, I said I'm, I'm going to tell you I'm struggling a little bit, I said but I'll be alright, I am gonna, I want to play because I don't want to lose my place I said because if someone gets back in there and then I don't get, I, that's what I don't want, I said no. so I'm, I'm going to play and he just went to me listen, he said I promise you now he said, have a rest today. He said, because uh, Sporting Bengal was always the whipping boys, weren't they? He said, have a rest today. He said, it doesn't matter who I put in there and how well they play. He said, even if you miss the next couple of games and they, they play out their skin, he said, I promise you, you will go, you will walk straight back into my team. Yeah, 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 yeah. He basically said, no, it doesn't matter, you know, who gets in there and how well they play. He basically said, you'll walk straight back into the team, I promise you. He said, that right back spot's yours. And he, and he kept to his word. I think I missed that game and I might have missed the game after as well. And then when I when I come back and I said, yeah, I'm fit and it, it was all good, he, I walked straight back into that team, to be fair. And at the end of that season, I actually won the Player of the Year award. Brilliant. But Brilliant. It, was, it was a good season for me. It was a good season oh, for us. So and then and then I think um, we had the next season must have been the year that Tomsey was still manager and then he must have left, and that's yeah. when Teagues yeah. took over as player manager. Was that that year? Yeah, it must yeah, have it been, was that it? year. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So once again, I f I think from that point, I think maybe that season I'd actually gone into centre half and I was playing centre half with Andy Keir. So and you still had Siegs was playing. He was still playing himself. Obviously, took over as player manager. Yeah, we had a pretty good season that year, actually. I, I think that was the year that Ramsgate won it. Come second. Did we come third that year? Yeah, third or fourth. I can't remember. It was a decent yeah. season. Though. I, I remember. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we started 
getting in like a few, a few of the boys that we had for the for the title, like the double winning side and that, didn't we? I think yeah. that was when you sort of had Zoobs come in, Pretty come in, players like that. Yeah, we, we started getting a real good good side together. But there was always a, a one game that always sticks out in my mind was, um, I think it was an evening game and, and we played Ramsgate at home and we won 2-0. And I remember playing centre-half with Kiri. Might have been, I might have been playing right back and I went. that was one of the first games I went into centre-half with him. And um, I, I, I remember just having an absolute blinder. I think they had like Takaloo and that was up front. And I remember Sieg scoring an absolute weldy free kick and we beat them 2-0. And, and that game, all, for some reason, always sticks out in my mind because they had a great side Ramsgate and we absolutely smashed them that night. Yeah, and they, it was, they did yeah, have a good side, didn't they? Yeah, They did have a good side, yeah. So... And then, yeah, like I say, we started getting in some good players. Um, obviously, we had some good players anyway, but obviously the players that were, you know, we went on to next season, which was like the double winning side, yeah. which we could talk, probably talk about all night, couldn't we, about that season? <laughs> yeah, we probably could. We probably could. But um, it was a great season, wasn't it? Do you know what? I remember I had either had a conversation with yourself or with Tom do you know, or it might have been Andy Constable. It gets a bit vague, but I spoke to one of you yeah. and the conversation was on the along the lines of what's it like playing and winning all the time? And you or whoever it was said, we go out there on the pitch with the confidence that we know we're going to win. And there's almost a yeah. swagger about you, isn't there? Definitely, definitely. Do you know what? There's... I can honestly say that every game that we went out to, I don't think we ever thought we was going to lose. I think we we all knew that we was capable of winning every game. You know what I mean? We had, I mean, you only had to look at, I, I've listened to a few of the other boys, like interviews and that, and like they were saying about Sieg's keeping the players happy and things like that. You've only got to look at like um, the players that could be on the bench. And when you sort of look at that and you think, that bench would probably get into any other team in that league. You know, the, the players that were on that bench, would, so if you had like Kingy and Marshy up front, you'd have Andy Constable and Pretty on the bench and you go, Andy Constable and Pretty would probably get in any team, any other team in that league, start, you know, first names on the team sheet sort of thing, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and it was yeah. the same. Jimmy Strauss could have been on the bench or whoever it was, you just looked and thought, you know, they was good enough to be in any other side. I just think we... we we knew we couldn't lose, if you like. Yes. We knew we was we was good enough to beat every team in that league. I mean, there was some tough tough sides. We had some tough games. You you obviously have your games against like your deals and your hives, where you sort of think your football goes out the window a little bit, and you know it's just going to be a, a kicking contest where yeah. you're going to be using your elbows yeah. and it, it's going to be flying in tackles and and probably like the, the games against Herm Bay can be a bit like that, even though they had a pretty decent football inside and that. Yeah. It was it was more a little bit rough and tumble, you know, against yes. against those sort of sides. Yes. But uh, it, it was just, you know what? If I could go back and relive any season, it'd be that one. Be it that was one. it was that good. It was, it that, was that good, and, and and just the boys, all the lads, the banter that we had, the team spirit. I always say like the team spirit was the was the main thing that season. We was all good mates, you know. We all used to go out together. Saturday nights, it weren't just like the Wednesday night training and the and on the pitch. It was we'd finish football and then we'd all go out together on it. Really was it was a good time to be a supporter of Whitstall Town, but it must have been a fabulous yeah. time to be a player. 
Yeah, it was it was fantastic. You know, we got we we signed a few good players that season. Did did Fuley sign that season, or did he sign the season before? Season, I think the season before, because he was, was he was he was integral. He was integral to the win. He got yeah, the, uh, the most clean sheets and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he had a good back line in front of him, to be fair, though, didn't he? There you go. You know what I mean? He had a fantastic <laughs> centre-half in front of him. So, <laughs> <you know. laughs> no, nah, he's, uh, there was him. I, I would always say there was, I think, three, three signings that probably just just gave us that edge over everyone would, would have been Fuley, obviously Kingy. You take away Kingy's goals and you sort of go... How would we have fared if if you took away all of his thirty? Would he score thirty eight goals that year? Crazy, wasn't it? Crazy. Something crazy like that. Eighteen years old, and you think you take away them goals, and you think, oh, would we have won it? Yeah. It's you know, it's a big question, and obviously Jimmy Strouts. Do you know what? I'm yeah. so pleased you mentioned Jimmy Strouts. Yeah. When Sieg signed him, I've said this before, but I'm going to say it to you. <clears throat> you know my position at the time. I was in the chair, and he came to me yeah. and he said to me. Tone, I want to sign um, another centre midfielder. Play alongside me. I think at the time he was he was still playing, player manager. So I no, said, uh, no, he would have just he would have just been manager then when when Jimmy signed. I'm sure he played alongside him. No, I don't think so because I'm sure Sieg's hung his boots up the season before that. Well, because... that you might well be right. All right, my mind may. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure of it. I might be wrong, but I'm I'm sure he didn't play alongside because we had sort of um, we had Tommy Martin. Alex Osik and Zoobs yeah. were, the, were the three cent midfielders with a few other boys filling in when, as and when. Yeah, but you're you're right about him because he was a great ball winner in the middle of the ball. He'd, oh, he, he'd win the ball yeah. and let the other boys do the business. Yeah, and, and it was his experience as well. Yes. And like you say, I, I, I remember when we heard, um, I think we went training and, and, and the talk was, oh, oh yeah, we're supposed to be signed Jimmy Strauss. Obviously, we'd all played against him like when we played Maidstone and things like that. And and it was all sort of a bit like, what's he coming down to Whitstable for? You know, he's, he's, he's at Maidstone. He's their captain. What's he want to come down here for? But I'll tell you what, he come down, he fitted straight in and he was brilliant. I love Jimmy. He was a great, he was a great lad. Like I say, he was nice to talk to. And he, he was a great player. I always remember the one game, remember the cup final against Beersted at Dartford? Like I say, and I talk about that experience thing. And that was, that was the main thing with him. You know, we had good players that could win the ball, like Alex. Alex sort of done that, was a box-to-box midfielder. Zoobs and Tommy Martin, both great on the ball. But Jimmy, just having Jimmy in there with that experience, sitting in front of you, for me being a centre-half, was just... You know what I mean? And I, I remember the uh, cup final against Beersted, right? Zoobs had been suspended. So we had Alex and I think Tommy Martin started that game. And obviously Jimmy must have thought, you know, I, I'll, I'll be playing in the cup final sort of thing. Because um, there was obviously a bit of rotation going on because we had such a big squad. And uh, I remember he was fuming. He's fuming before the game in the dressing room. So, yeah, he uh, his boots about a bit. I made sure I kept out of his way. And uh, but I, I always remember we went one nil up. As the game went on, they 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 sort of started coming at us a bit. Yeah, they grew into they started, it, didn't they? Yeah, they grew into it, and they was putting us under a bit of pressure. You've got to remember we we had a real young side. We, I mean, if you looked at the, the average age of our our squad, it must have been under the age of twenty five. Oh, it was. Um, I think. I, I mean, I think I was the oldest player at twenty two in the back line 
Fuelly must have only been 24, 25, and we had such a young side. Yeah, and they started putting us under a bit of pressure, and it, and it was getting a bit tough. And I, and I remember ball going out of play, and someone shouted, I want to make a sub. And I just remember looking over to the side, and I think it was Tommy Martin went off, and I just see Jimmy standing there ready to come on. And it was just like, no disrespect to Tommy Martin sort of thing, but it was just a massive sigh of relief to see Jimmy come on. You know what I mean? Because he was just that player that was just going to sit in front of the back four, win the ball, clean everything up, and then just give it. And that's yeah. exactly what he used to do. And I'll tell you what, and just his experience in being on the pitch, shouting at the boys, telling people what to do, that's exactly what we needed at that point in the game. And he just come on and he'd done it superbly. You know, he just took a bit of pressure off the back line and he just started winning balls and 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 he just used to win it and give it, didn't he? Yeah, That's he what did, he did. He did. Yeah. You know, yeah, he was a great player. He was an excellent addition to the side. Yeah, he did. And then, and then we went on and you stayed with the side and you had, what, another couple of seasons in the Ryman after that? Yes. Yeah, I, obviously. Yeah, we obviously, we won that, didn't we? And uh, obviously we had the, the other cup final, which we lost. Yeah. Which uh, down at Folkestone, which I never played in. I was on the bench for that game. Yeah, I was a little bit gutted about that one, just the way it is. Just and then, uh, yeah, we start started the uh, Ryman season, and obviously that was the season when the end of October when I got injured yeah. and I done my ankle, didn't I? And yeah, yeah. put me out for the rest of the season. Yeah, that was a, a bit of a downer for me. How did you feel coming back the following season? Did you feel that it hampered you? Yeah, struggled, struggled. Yeah. I, I've got to be honest. I think that injury was the beginning and the end for me. Yeah. Uh, it, it it was. I was never right again. I ne I struggled with my fitness after that. Even when when I come back, and I could play on it again, I still had to have it heavily strapped because it still used to give me grief. Yeah. But I'd sort of I'd I'd, I'd missed it. Like I said, I'd done it at the end of October, and I missed the rest of the season. And um, yeah, I just thought I've got to get back into it. I've got to get it sort of working again. Then, yeah, the next season, like I say, I, I was struggling a bit and I think it was the January of that season. I'd done it again, went in for a challenge and as, as me and another player have kicked the ball at the same time, it sort of just twisted my ankle enough that it just flared up again. And that was it, that was it for me and I, I never played again after that. Quite incredible, really, how that happens, that one split second. And uh, Yeah, one split yeah, second. Yeah. But, I, I, yeah. I, heard on, I heard on the radio today... One of the um, one of the guys in the Premiership, I forget. I think it was a, a Newcastle game, and a guy they went in for the ball together, and what he, I don't know what he's done to his ankle, but he got taken off. Newcastle ended up with nine men because one guy had already right. been subbed. But it sounded as if it was the same sort of thing as you: two players going for the ball together at the same time. Yeah, and it's that crunch, isn't it? Definitely, but what, yeah. But that's that, that sort of done me after that. So yeah. But Rob, what what a career, mate! I mean. When you think about yes. it, it was, and the, do you know the thing that comes over most of all was the enjoyment. You played it with your mates and what yeah. better thing can you do? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, coming through the youth and then even into the first team, like lads that I'd sort of known, obviously like Gary Sayer, we had Josh Main, Little Laney, uh, Jake Guess, all sort of like local lads, Tom Parker, Alex Osick. Yeah, we was... 
uh, Kingy, yeah, Kingy came in there, you know what I mean? All local lads, which was nice. And then you had all the other boys, like the Dartford and the Gravesend boys. But like I say, we all just became like such good mates. Yeah. And and that, you know, obviously you had Tommy Martin in there, it was an absolute fruitcake. It's crazy, isn't it? And, uh, oh, he's crazy. Yeah, he's um, but it was players like him, like used to bring us together, if you know what yes, I mean. Yes, I do know. Like he was so funny and nutty that. That's what the team spirit was all about. And there was so much banter flying about. Obviously, you had Marlon in there, Jake Guest, it, you know, it, it was just brilliant. Yeah. It, it was, really was, wasn't it? I mean, I've been speaking. Definitely nuttiest. Yeah. I've been speaking to Tommy Martin and he, he keeps saying he's going to come on. And I, I said to him, Tommy, if you come on, you have to behave yourself. And he said, if oh, I come good, on, yeah. he, if he I was come always. On, he said, if I come on, I'm just going to be Tommy Martin. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. You've, you've just got to let him be Tommy I think yeah. I mean Jesus uh, you know you just knew that when he walked in the dressing room it was going to be funny yeah just I know. and all his clothes would come off <laughs> and straight away and, and he was just stuff like that and it nah, that's that's what it was like it was just it was funny it, it was, was always funny, funny. Yeah. well I, I've got to say I'm so pleased that you've decided to come on you'll love this yeah, when yeah, it comes out it. I've, I've, yeah no nah, I've loved it I've, I've you know, I've really enjoyed it, and like you say, just little things tweaks the memory, and yeah. and yeah, puts I, a smile on your face. It yeah. makes you feel a little bit sad at the same time as well, it you does. know, because you think you it know, does. you know, you're never going to relive those moments again, you know. And they were no, that's right. But um, I was listening to obviously Fuelie's one, and like he was saying about the WhatsApp group and everything, and yes. trying to get all the boys and that back together. Yeah. I think that's something we should definitely do. You know, if we could get a game between us all and that against, you know, one of the youth sides or whoever, yeah. just get us all back down there when when we can. Obviously, when we're out of this lockdown and everything. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I said, yeah, it's been so long. Yeah, I mean, what I plan to do is everybody that I've managed to get onto Belmont Banter talking about their 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 time. Some of you have played a lot of time at Woodstock, like you have most most of your career, ninety nine percent of your career. And others yeah. who've only just, let's say, passing through, they've only played half a dozen, 10 games or whatever, but they've got that affinity with the club and with everybody else. So what I want to do is I want to get everybody, as you say, once lockdown's done and we can have a beer, shake each other's hand without wearing a mask yeah. Yeah, that's and enjoy right. ourselves, yeah. that'll be brilliant. Yeah. I mean, we might have to wait a year or so, but so what? You know, it'll be great. It don't matter, does it? You know, yeah. even if even if we all get together and there's a first team game on and we can all get down there and watch it together and sit in the sit in the uh, bar afterwards and have a drink, it'd be great. That, that, that will work. I think well. it's been about eight, seven, eight years since I've seen all the boys and that. You know, it'll be a treat watching you all greet each other because you know you've yeah. you've, you've spent when you think about how much time during the course of one week non-league football when you're playing yeah. on a Tuesday. You're training yeah. on a Thursday, you're playing on a Saturday. Yeah. You're spending yeah. more time physically with that group of people than you are with anyone else except for your mum and dad. Yeah, you definitely. Really yeah. Or your workmates, 100%. you know. Yeah, no, definitely. So it's but, a good job you do yeah, get over them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it'd be nice. Like I say, you walk in the bar and Tommy would be naked, I suppose, wouldn't he? <laughs> we can all have a good laugh at him. <laughs> So, yeah, oh, no, it'd be, not, it'd be nice if we could all get together and, yeah. and see everyone, you know, sort of everyone at the club, really. Yeah. I'll take it, Joe, and let's still get down there and watch. Well, from me here at Belmont Banter and Rob on the other end of a, well, Zooming, we're Zooming it today. It's been really yeah, great yeah. having you on, Rob. I really enjoyed it. So I hope Love you it. all enjoyed it, folks, and we'll uh, we'll see you again soon. Take care, everyone. Cheers. Cheers, Tony. Thanks.
Cheers, Rob. Cheers, mate. See ya. See ya. Whitstable Town Football Club's main sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. They are providers of optical fiber services to the telecoms industry, specializing in optical fiber provision, local and long haul. We offer a full turnkey solution to our clients throughout London and the south of England. Contact us through the website for more details. Your host, Tony Rouse, every week on Belmont Banter, for news about local football in Kent and beyond. I do hope that you've enjoyed today's episode of Belmont Banter. Don't forget there's a new episode out every week which comes out on a Sunday night, early Monday morning. And you can leave your suggestions for a guest to invite at the end. And leave a like and don't forget to pass it on to all your mates. Cheers. <laughs>